Back in 2017, Hollywood was churning out a lot of big releases. For film. There was a new Star Wars movie. And critics' darling, Lady Bird. You can't do anything unless you're the center of attention. And the musical, The Greatest Showman. I'm putting together a show. And I need a star. I personally saw The Greatest Showman at least six times um, while it was in theaters. Six times? Yes. That's a lot. Olivia Duke is one of our listeners, and she's an avid moviegoer. I love going to movies. It's one of the few total distractions you have left um, where you're not on your phone, you're not having a conversation, you're completely immersed in the darkness, and you have your snacks, you have the popcorn, you have your soda and your candy. In 2017, Olivia saw a lot of movies, at least two a week. And that's because Olivia had a special pass that made it almost free. Do you remember when you first heard about MoviePass? Yeah, it was my senior year of college, and it kind of started off as a, like, folklore. It was, oh, you can sign up and pay $10 and see as many movies as you want. I'm down, so insert my credit card, you know, sign up for it, and here comes this red MoviePass credit card in the mail. Um, and it was real. MoviePass made a simple promise to its customers. They could go to virtually any movie theater in the country and watch a movie every day for about $10 a month, less than the cost of a single movie ticket in some places. It was an unbelievable deal. The launch of MoviePass was amazing because it was, it was bringing um, this all-you-can-eat subscription model that we became so used to in music and we became so used to in watching videos at home, like on Netflix and Hulu and so on, to movie theaters. I feel like it's one of the things when you tell people it happened, they're like, that's, that's ridiculous. How could that have been true? But it was true for like just about a year. That was it until reality finally hit. MoviePass collapsed two years ago because it was too good to be true. And then just last week, the Federal Trade Commission alleged the company deceived its customers as the business was falling apart. Top brass from the now-failed MoviePass have reached a settlement with the Federal Trade Commission. The FTC says the company used tricks like faking suspicious activity on user accounts and then invalidating passwords. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Monday, June 14th. Coming up on the show, the audacious rise, quick fall, and ugly end of MoviePass. This episode is brought to you by ServiceNow. Everyone's talking about AI. Everyone. But where do you start? How can it actually help your business? The ServiceNow platform brings intelligence into every corner of your company. So every person, every system, every process, everything works better. Put AI to work. Tap the banner or go to servicenow.com slash genai to see how.
When MoviePass launched, our colleague Ben Fritz was reporting on Hollywood. It's one of the most insane stories I've ever been involved in covering. You know, just such great drama, um, so many people who were so mad, such huge boasts, such braggadocio, and then such a spectacular fall in such a short amount of time, you know? It was, it was a really amazing story to cover that year. Did you sign up for it? Yes, I definitely subscribed. I live in Los Angeles where a single movie ticket costs, you know, at least like 12 to $15. Um, and it can go as high as like $20. So for me, I was like, I just need to see one movie per month and I am, and I'm making a profit on this deal. So I definitely started using it. MoviePass was founded in 2011 with a simple but difficult mission to disrupt the movie business by bringing a subscription model to theaters. We think there's room for subscriptions. We think that some people want to pay a subscription price every month to go to the movies. And we can make money on that because some people who pay the subscription won't go to as many movies as they really are allowed to. The idea was that they could extend the subscription model to movie going. That's that's the fundamental idea that they were trying to implement. MoviePass got started slowly, offering different subscription prices in different markets. And it didn't really take off. Then, in 2017, it came under new management. This new management team comes in and they've got a big new idea that they think they can, you know, make MoviePass huge and, you know, gain the leverage to disrupt the movie business. And their big idea is they'll, they slash the price to nine ninety five, and you can see one movie per day, which is, you know, pr- pretty the most that any sane human being can see. So it was essentially all you can eat movie going for just nine ninety five per month. Full buffet, mimosas, the whole works. Oh my God, yes, exactly. And the idea is that for nine ninety five a month, it's an offer that's too good to resist and they can grow the customer base? Yes. So their, their plan was that they would quickly grow the customer base. And then from there, they would be able to have the leverage to make a really successful business. MoviePass thought it could make a successful business by negotiating with movie theater chains to get discounts on tickets. And maybe even a cut of popcorn and concession sales. But to start, the company didn't have any discounts. It was paying full price for every ticket its customers used. MoviePass hoped that eventually, by signing up tons of customers, movie theaters would want to work out a deal. So the first part of the plan worked amazingly well. Um, the first 30 days after they launched the 995 offering, they went from under 20,000 subscribers to 400,000 subscribers. That was just between August and September of 2017. By February of 2018, so six months later, they had 2 million subscribers. So that is a 100-fold growth, right, in just six months. But there was one big problem. The theater chains actually didn't like it, and they objected to it strongly. Um, And their explicit reason, they've said, is they said that it kind of undervalues moviegoing, that if people think movies are only worth $9.95 per month, they're not going to think they're worth full price. People are going to think movies are only worth 10 bucks a month. They're not going to be willing to pay 10 bucks for an individual ticket. And it's going to kind of destroy the value of moviegoing in people's minds. They want people to see moviegoing as a premium experience. Theaters saw this cheap subscription as a threat to that premium experience, which was bad news for MoviePass. They never were successful in saying to say AMC, hey, we'll bring you, you know, 50,000 or 500,000 customers per month. In exchange, could you give us a 10% discount on all the tickets that, that we buy for our subscribers? Um, or could you give us a cut of the 
revenue from the popcorn they buy. They were never able to do that. So they always had to pay full price for the tickets that they were giving to their subscribers. What did not having the movie theaters on board mean for their business model? Not having movie theaters on board meant that MoviePass was always going to lose money for its customers who fully utilize the service, right? Obviously, you're only going to subscribe to MoviePass if the cost of all the tickets that you can use would be more than what you're paying MoviePass. Otherwise, what's the point? So MoviePass has to sort of be losing a little bit of money per customer if that customer fully utilizes the service. I mean, they were losing a lot of money. I mean, by by May of 2018, which is uh, nine months after they launched um, the 995 offering, the company said it only had $15 million of cash left. Um, you know, they were they were burning through cash. While MoviePass was bleeding money, its customers were doing all they could to maximize the deal, landing MoviePass in a world of pain. That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Voice API, you get comprehensive call analytics, virtual assistance, automated speech recognition, and text-to-speech benefits across multiple languages. Developers can add smart voice functionalities into your app, giving your customers an easier way to reach you. And you can start collecting real-time data to drive more meaningful engagement to move your business forward. Learn more at Vonage.com. At its height, MoviePass had millions of users. Many were movie lovers who took advantage of the unlimited access to showings. One of those users was our listener, Craig Willoughby. Going to the movies became his and his girlfriend's favorite pastime. You just couldn't beat MoviePass. Like, it was any theater, any movie, any time. Like, so it was just kind of a no-brainer in terms of, like, if you see three movies, you've paid, you know, you've made more money than you paid. So you were into it? Yeah, definitely was sold. Movies became, like, the casual, like, go-to, you know? You'd say, like, hey, there's a movie starting in 20 minutes. You want to go catch a movie? I want to say we probably saw at least maybe 15 movies in one month. It was coming out strong. If there there was a release, even if it was, like, an art house film, we were like, hey, why not? If there was a movie available, we probably would try to go see it. It probably got to, like, every other day. Like, it 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 was an interesting time in our lives. Were you guys like, this is ridiculous, like, this is too good to be true? We're seeing 15 movies in a month and paying 10 bucks for it? A hundred percent. It did not take us long to we were like, oh, <laughs> they messed up. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not gonna, <laughs> this is bad news bears. Like, we were spending way more time than the movies that we should have, but we knew that if we're doing that and, you know, a million other people doing that, I mean, you don't have to be a business major to know, like, that's you got to bring in a lot more money. 
Ben says Craig was far from alone in trying to get as much out of MoviePass as possible. In fact, some users made using MoviePass a bit of a competition. People sort of made it a point to maximize their usage of it. There were people who were doing video logs on um, YouTube of the movies they saw every day, and they were boasting about it. One movie a day, every single day with the pass. So I thought, could I do it? Could I actually go to one movie a day, every day for an entire year? That's insane. I used my movie pass, and my movie pass worked yet again, just like a charm. So I saw Greatest Showman twice, Red Sparrow, Black Panther, Ringo, Blockers, I Feel Pretty, Avenger, Deadpool 2. Life you would see people talking on YouTube, on Reddit forums about what, what movies, you know, they had seen, about how far they were driving to find something new to see. People were sort of, you know, kind of daring each other to see who could go the longest without skipping a single day. But even with these super users, the company hadn't secured a single deal for ticket discounts. And so after a year of losses, MoviePass started to crack. So MoviePass had to start limiting usage because they were burning through cash so fast. By July of 2018, all of a sudden you couldn't use MoviePass to see that weekend's most popular film. So all of a sudden you couldn't use it to see the big new movie opening that weekend. Um, then it was you can't see an, any new release during its first two weeks in theaters, which is also something people often wanted to do the most. You want to see the new movie as soon as it comes out. And in the biggest change, when things started going really downhill, that when they essentially abandoned was in August of 2018, they announced that it would no longer be unlimited. It would be three movies per month. How did people react to these changes that MoviePass was making? Of course, they were angry about all these changes, and they started complaining, they started canceling, and all of a sudden this wasn't such a great deal um, for people. You know, it's still a decent deal if you're, if you're going to use those three movies, but, uh, you know, it's no longer such a crazy good deal. Beyond the new restrictions, customers claimed they were having trouble accessing the app. They were being forced to reset their password and having to go through a rigmarole to get tickets. Our listener, Craig, remembers having trouble signing into the app. Because you never sign out of the app and then you go to log in, maybe your phone reset, or maybe, you know, you did an update and then you're signed out and then your password's not working. Now they want you to reset your password and then, you know, you're standing in line at the movie theater trying to, like, sign in real quick and, you know, maybe you got in, maybe you didn't. These problems and the limits in usage drove MoviePass customers away. Everything goes uh, downhill from there. They started to lose customers, but they were still losing money. They were still not profitable. And then, you know, their business sort of withered over the next year. Until ultimately in September of 2019, they, they shut down. It was like an end of an era in a way. The fact that you could just go to a movie theater not knowing what was about to play and just casually walk in and not have to spend, you know, 30, 40 bucks um, is an experience that no, not a lot of people get to experience. So it's like as much as it was like, darn, that's over. It was kind of like, hey, we were we were there for that. We saw that. Like, that was fun. But shutting down wasn't the end of MoviePass's troubles. Users had complained to the Federal Trade Commission over the buggy app and the password problems. And so last week, in what could be the final chapter of the MoviePass saga, the FTC alleged the company was actively trying to prevent customers from using the service. The FTC said the company had deliberately invalidated 
thousands of passwords of their most active users. Um, and according to the FTC, MoviePass was doing this even though some of its own executives had raised questions about it. And the company would claim, you know, it was a technical problem, but according to the FTC, this is something that they were doing on purpose in order to limit usage. And they had very poor customer service. So, you know, you couldn't reach anybody on the phone, you could only email. So people who had this problem, they couldn't, they couldn't resolve it, or it would take a long time to resolve it. The operators of MoviePass agreed to settle with the FTC. What would you say are the lessons from MoviePass's spectacular but brief existence and fundamentally flawed business model. The people who operated MoviePass, they compared themselves to Netflix all the time. But it was a, was a false comparison, right? Because, because Netflix pays set prices to license all the content they have. And if I watch Netflix 24 hours a day, every day, all month, it doesn't cost them more money. They've already paid for the content. So extra usage doesn't cost them more money. But with MoviePass, the more I use it, the more money they lost. So... They were copying Netflix's pricing model, but they weren't copying Netflix's cost model. Uh, That was sort of the fundamental problem with their business model. You know, you can't have a business where the more people use it, the more money you lose. How did anybody think this was a viable business model? (laughs) You know, Kate, I'll never understand quite how anybody thought that this would work, you know, but there's always this sort of... uh, American belief, you know, that if you, you know, you sort of fake it until you make it, right? And I think, you know, this was a time in 2018 when you saw so many um, internet companies that had seemingly crazy business models that were somehow still getting funded and growing, and growth solved all. That was always the idea, right, with an internet company, was if you just grow really fast and you get enough customers, then you'll succeed based on that. It doesn't matter if you don't have a way to make a profit. You'll just have so many customers that people will have to partner with you. They'll have to they'll have to cut you in in some way and be your business partner. It seemed like that growth model has worked for other internet companies, and I think um, that the people running MoviePass thought that they would they would be the same, that, they, that there was a big opportunity to disrupt the stodgy old movie business. That's all for today, Monday, June 14th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Thanks to all our listeners who wrote in with their MoviePass experiences. Sorry we couldn't use them all. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.